Welcome to A Woman's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode of our Brave Noise interview series, we speak to Tom, co-founder of We Are Beer, and dare to be brave and make noise about their Brave Noise collab. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Hello, hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. We're nice and brave, nice. We are, we're nice and brave, nice. We just want people to be like, yes, I need to just make it, just make it and drink it and buy it. Yeah, surely it like shows uh, a little bit of how how good a person must be if they have actually brewed it as well, right? So it's like, you're not going to get a dickhead coming on to being like, (laughs) like, talking about brave noise. Well, yeah, you hope not. Get ready, guys, get ready for the next hour. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you were like, you know what, I was going to be I was going to come here we out, go. but we're going to keep that in now. Right, I'll tell you, so the, I'll tell you the truth about it. <laughs> <laughs> we are here. We have got Tom, who is a co-founder of We Are Beer. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on and having a chat with us. Um, welcome. Do you want to tell everyone like who you are, what you do, why you are here with us today? Yeah, so I'm Tom Meyer and I'm the marketing manager at We Are Beer. And we put on festivals such as the London Craft Beer Festival, uh, Bristol, uh, Glasgow, which changed from Edinburgh, Manchester, and Beer Central in Birmingham. So you know all those festivals that you know people are going to be listening to this. They're going to be like, I've never heard of that festival. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the biggest, big the big festivals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny though because we're you know we're we're quite a small team, and I think people see us as like this massive thing, and we um. I think we definitely see ourselves as as smaller as, than than what we are, and these actually start to realise you know the. We, we have festivals all across the UK You're like okay we have uh we have some holding here and obviously we get, that's what we're going to talk about brave noise but that's um that's all kind of part partly to do with it so I'll share curiosity because you mentioned uh I, I know I said I'm not going to ask about <laughs> I'm not going to ask too much about events or anything like that I'm going to be good today try not stungent that's not going to happen already failed did that yeah. um h- how many people is so you say you're quite a small team how many people are you um I mean like core team there's less than 10 of us um, you know, considering all the festivals we put on and yeah. considering that you normally have a team just doing one festival <laughs> a year. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, you know, this squeeze a lot out of us. But uh, and was... <laughs> your festivals aren't massively far. It's not like you've got, you know, one in one month and then months later, another one and then months later, another one. <laughs> They're not massively far apart, are they? No, no. Yeah. So uh, we had Bristol last weekend, not to date the show. Uh, and then, uh, yeah. <laughs> Glasgow is in four weeks, Manchester in six, London ten, and then Beer Central is uh, mid-September. So, yeah, they're all really close to each other, and yeah, you know, we've kind of got the ball rolling now. So it's it's just festival, festival, festival. We just kind of keep going. It's exciting, though. I think that's very exciting. So, what we're drinking, you have brewed a brave noise beer <laughs> yes. Very you have now. dared to be brave yes. and brew a brave noise beer with lost and grounded yep so obviously as you can see on this can for people that are watching it's a lager. it's a stout i'm just it's kidding a, it's a lager <laughs> it's a lager because you know it's lost and grounded so you know what else were they gonna brew because they make amazing lagers um yes what? you've kindly sent us the cans yeah Thank we've got the that. cans we're very no excited about these it's hard not to drink it too fast because it's, it's really, really yeah, it's, it's really easy to drink so yeah so how did the partnership with like lost and grounded come about for this 
Um, so originally it was actually um, myself reaching out directly to um, Ash, uh, part of the Brave Noise team. Um, so it, it came about because I'd seen kind of Kimberly talking about it um, on her, her stories, you know, just saying like, why are there so few UK breweries making this beer? Yep. And, um, and then I also was seeing Johnny Garrett from Craft Beer Channel. Obviously he did a homebrew version. Once again, the conversation that he was having was like, why aren't breweries doing this? And, you know, we, we put on events. We, we're not a brewery. But I was like, well, hold on. We often do a festival beer for each festival. So I was like, well, why don't we just do one beer and have it the Brave Noise beer and just try and make as much noise as possible about what they're trying to do and, like, you know, spread it across the UK and, and with our, you know, audiences at the festival and, and you know, try and get press to talk about it. And, you know, um, as we'll talk about, you know, in London, having a bit more of a, a focus there as well for that. And, yeah, just just trying to be a bit more of a catalyst, I guess, of it. Um, and so, yeah, in getting in contact with, with those guys, um, we're then like, right, okay, which which brewery should we should we approach? And they um, they'd already uh, had already contacted Lost and Grounded about it, which we were obviously ecstatic about. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's that's kind of how it all came about. But you know, it's it's come from people talking about it. It you know, this this wouldn't we wouldn't have brewed this beer if it wasn't for people talking about the Brave Noise beer and 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 kind of questioning why why it hasn't been brewed. So you know, um, I'm I want to you know, give as much credit to to everyone who has been talking it like yourselves as well you know if it, if it wasn't for you guys um you know have the brave noise then uh you know i we wouldn't have made this beer and we wouldn't be taking it across you know all our festivals i i didn't realize until you've just said it now that so yes i knew that like every year you kind of like do the the festival beer i hadn't realized that you had chosen this specifically to be the festival bit like I knew that it was going to be available we'll talk about it in you know shortly I knew it was going to be available at the festivals but I didn't realize that this was effectively replacing that festival bit so that is I mean in my opinion that's that's quite a big deal (laughs) to turn around and go like to people that are look that are looking at you know what's the beer going to be this year for the festival beer and and you're like yeah it's a brave noise like that is I think a pretty bold move and I mean I I think it's quite good that you guys like it's the reason we talk about it so much is I find it very frustrating. And I know Joe, you share this as well. There's breweries that we know and pubs and tap rooms and all types of locations. We know that are already doing the right things. Their minds are already aligned in the right place. We know that they're not, you know, everything's above board and we're just like, why don't you want to shout about that and tell people about that? So yeah, I think it's just really, every time I see someone that's like, yeah, actually, we heard about that. And then we're like, yeah, why aren't we doing that? And then they do it. That is just, yeah, kudos there. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it was, it It did take a while for me to kind of realise, like, oh, it could just be the festival beer. You know, what What can I do? What can we do as a company? That was, you know, after after hearing everyone was like, well, what, what am I supposed to do? I don't, I don't brew. I can't, I'm not a home brewer. I can't make it. And I don't yeah. have a brewery. We can't do that. And it was just like, right, well, let's just make it the festival beer. It's And it, it was just like, great, let's contact brave noise let's um so this is kind of it's it's not just us kind of brewing uh the beer obviously because we've, we've brewed a lager but it was it was much more in we wanted to collaborate with brave noise so that it just added a bit more gravitas to 
to what we were doing um, and just trying to, you know, I work in marketing. So it was also trying to, to get that PR angle and just be like, look, we are going to bring the team over and they're going to come to London for our 10th anniversary festival. And this is going to kind of be like a, a central point that we want to talk about. This is our festival beer. These guys are over. That's also the festival that has the most breweries. You know, there's a hundred plus breweries there. So maybe, maybe that will help, you know, be a catalyst. You know, they can actually talk to the the team that founded Brave Noise and 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 hopefully from that conversations can be had and and beers can be brewed for it. So yeah, it's it's kind of like the least we could do is is how I how I seen it. I think this is such a great example. Like you're not a brewery but you're still getting involved and spreading that message, which is, it's all about inclusivity uh, in the brewing industry, in the brewing community. And you're a massive part of the beer community. So you can get involved, even if you're not a brewery, you're not a home brewer, like everyone can get involved in this. And there, there are ways of doing it. If you just chat to people, I'm so glad that you chose to do this. Yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think having the team over is going to mean a lot yeah. to a lot of people as well. Like yeah. you, you didn't even have to take that, that step, that one step further. You could have been like, yeah, we brewed this beer and hopefully you guys like it. And then you could have just gone, that's our festival beer and that. The fact that you're actively working to do PR around it is also a really positive thing. And I think it's natural, like Joe said, yeah, okay, you're not a, a brewery, but what you do is very important in the community and can make people feel either really safe or really not <laughs> yeah i mean that that was the also you know where, where this has come from is that you know when all the stories came out last year and you know some of the some of the things that came out were at festivals they weren't necessarily saying it was our festivals but festivals were mentioned and then i was like oh wow like it it it, it took me back i was like do we do we do enough at the festival you know do we is there things that we could do better and then when when Brave Noise came about and it's talking about safe spaces, I was like, well, surely this is a perfect way to not only brew a beer, you know, um, money to go to, to to charities, get the team over, get people talking about it, but it hopefully will actually let people know, look, we are a safe space. We we you know we uh, have the everyone's welcome initiative as well. As soon as that launched, we're like amazing posters up on the toilets and just like a a no nonsense like if, if something happens you're out kind of thing so and um you know it was then briefing into all the security that we have now and it's become part of it's just become part of what we do and that was that was happening before um brave noise beer came out and talking about safe safe spaces but i guess it it elevated it to another level to kind of especially for me to realize wow there's there's still a lot happening um there's still a lot that that events and and spaces need to do um i mean just an, as an example um i can't remember who which podcast it was and who said it but um they mentioned how um just having a how bars just having a rainbow sticker um on the, on entry how how impactful that would be yeah so um for for the bristol Craft beer festival we got a rainbow flag and had it on the entry you know just just a really simple thing and we're like why, why have we never done this before? It's so simple. And just to make everyone feel welcome. Uh, you know, that's, 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 our festival is all about celebration and discovery. So why wouldn't we want to, to celebrate, you know, the, the beer community in, in, in all its, all its glory. That's yeah. such a good point. 
I think I think sometimes people until somebody tells you that that's important to them if that's not what's in your realm of thinking because it's not been something that you've personally um thought about in any way like even if like even if you were a person that was sort of in the LGBTQ community and you just never personally went oh for me to feel more comfortable they someone would put a flag out or something like that if, if that's not something that's just in your realm of thinking for whatever reason regardless of how you identify or if you're in that community or not I don't think you have to be in that community to even naturally think about that um I think I think sometimes until someone points it out to you or you hear it from somebody else you go okay that makes sense now and now we do it but until yeah. somebody says it, it may not even be in your train of thought, whether or not you're even in the community that they're, that they're speaking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just it's just all about that education, really, and just and being open. And, you know, it's not like, you know, we, we have, as you can imagine, people give us feedback <laughs> for the festivals. And sometimes it isn't things you want to hear or and, and, and but you realise that this is how we grow. This is how this person is doing it from a good place they're trying to help us improve the festival as much as possible so when I heard about yeah the sticker in this case having a flag it was just like it's so obvious and as you said Tori you know it's like it's not something that I would have would have thought about I wouldn't have thought of coming to a festival and being like right is this a safe is this a safe space for the LGBTQ plus community how can we show that it is and there we go there's there's something very easy there that on entry people should be able to just kind of like hopefully have a weight lifted and just be like yeah. cool I now know I'm stepping into a safe space you know I can let I can let my barriers down a little bit and actually have some fun and that's that's what we want obviously that's 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 the goal I imagine it's probably quite difficult as well when it's your festival because in your mind you're like of course it's a safe space like of course we want it to be a safe inclusive space and that's what you went into it uh, with the thought process when you you know create things and and put it together and so obviously like it takes maybe somebody else coming to you and saying they had a less than ideal experience or you know here's a way you could make it feel more comfortable because you have that closeness until somebody points that out to you it may be difficult to sort of separate and go okay maybe we need to change this or that so it's, it's quite good though that you're open to the feedback when people do give you feedback and that you do take it on board and consider it and go actually yeah let's implement that or you are proactively listening to podcasts and going yeah that's a really good idea why don't we do that and you're willing to change and adjust and grow because really if you want the festival to grow and your audience to grow it's like it needs to be inclusive and, and it has to sort of organically grow with it so I think that's a really beneficial thing to be doing to be honest yeah exactly yeah it's about doing the work as well isn't it like we can't all just be sitting along going la 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 I'm not thinking about it let's let those people tell us everything you've got to do the bit of educating of yourself as well to make sure that you're doing everything that you can yeah I mean you know, even even the Brave Noise team you know they they have laid down a a great foundation for people to just be able to go in get the resources yeah. and and learn you know, um, I've seen too many times where I've heard people have DM'd, um, you know, women and being like, what, what's going on here then? What's, you know, what, what do I need to do? And you're like, yep. no, no, no. I think Kimberly it's... talks about it quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Being like, what do I do? And it's like, yeah. and you're like, no, happening? no, no, <laughs> I, 
I don't have the hours to do this. You know, yeah. I, you need to, if, if that's, if that's something you want to find out the answer to, you need to, to go and do the research. Yeah. Here's some, here's some um, places you can go to start. Um, but then, you know, if, if you want to learn, you need to go out there and, 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 and find out more about it. And, you know, I think that's, that's what I feel like I've, I've done. And that's how this, this beer's um, come about. It's just been um, just trying to just try and be a part of it. And, and, you know, I, we, we're quite, we're good at a festival in that we, we do have actually a really good split between male and female, at least at the festivals. I think at, at the highest, it's like 40, 60 percent split. Um, but that, that comes through, you know, actually thinking about just the marketing and like showing women. And then, you know, if we, if we want to have, um, if we're looking to make people of color welcome, showing those in, in the marketing as well. And, and not in a, like a, a tokenism kind of way, but, you know, just trying to say, look, you are you are welcome everyone's welcome this isn't just like you know white men with beards which is obviously i am i took my cap off i actually took my cap off thinking like i can't wear a cap as well which i normally do and and a flowery shirt or some kind of loud shirt i was like no i won't I'm not playing I won't indulge. <laughs> i won't indulge in that but you know there, there's so many of us and that's that's you know there's it's so great having such a diverse audience at the festivals and just just seeing everyone having having so much fun and and as i say ho- hopefully we are creating that safe space for people to to be able to come and and celebrate i was gonna say i, I can attest to i've been to quite a few of your fest- i've gone to a few of your festivals now and um i i would say this i i don't think you're being unfair and saying the split is pretty good and um yeah it is it it feels like a safe space i mean i've i've personally i felt quite comfortable and I've been able to sort of feel like I, I don't have to be on on guard when I'm sat with my friends having a beer and yeah last year I might have been having two beers in one go at a time or probably shouldn't admit to that because you know, I definitely didn't do that redacted, redacted but uh, yeah it was a really it was a really really I mean all the ones that I've gone to have been a really good time and have felt quite safe um more to the actual festivals in a minute, but I've actually got a question back about the brew day. If we sort of mm-hmm. reverse circle back, back for a minute, yes, yeah, so circle back. Um, so we saw on the day you were joined by Helen from Burham Collective and Emma from Mirakai. How did you work out who, in addition to the Lost and Grounded crew, you were going to have on that brew day? So we basically said to uh, the Brave Noise team, like, obviously, you can't come over for the, the brew day. Uh, you know, it's it's just it's just not going to work. Um, and in the time frame, we wanted to make sure that this this beer was going to be at all festivals. It could have quite easily not been at Bristol, but as soon as we knew Lost and Grounded were going to be the brewery to, to, to do the beer, it was like, how can you not have? Yeah, it's got to be at Bristol. You know, the beer exactly, <laughs> and it needs to be at Bristol Craft Beer Festival. So the issue we had is obviously they're in the states, we're in the UK. Um, they're in different time zones to each other as well. You know, never mind our own one. Yeah. So you send an email, and you know the email they re- they read it and they reply like two a.m. <laughs> yeah, and then someone else responds at like five a.m. and then you get it at nine a.m. when you're going to the office. So um, I just messaged him saying, "Look, I know you guys can't come over. Who who can we have that can kind of represent or be ambassadors to to Brave Noise at the Brew Day?" Um, and there's a long list, and you know. We tried to email everyone, but I think it was like the week of. 
Um, and it was just, uh, you know, we could have had easily 10, 12 different representatives there had we not had the tight deadline of, 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 of Bristol to, to hit. Um, but we were lucky um, that, yeah, Emma from Merakai and Helen from Brom Collective could come along. Um, and the thing I don't know if people know about uh, Lots of Grounded Brew Day is their kit is huge and it's it looked it, it from the yeah videos. it's it's all pretty much automated so like <laughs> to call it a brew day i mean i've heard like obviously what you guys had to do for brew day like yeah mashing out and things like that it's like no 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 <laughs> this was this was like the easiest brew day i think i've ever ever done you not even have to dig out or anything did it just was it one it's of those all, machines that automatically yeah, did, it's oh. all automatic the the thing the thing we oh, did look, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna take you behind the uh, the curtain and tell you what what actually happened we you know we, all we had to do really was put some oats I think in into the mash that was it wow and that, and I think that was just for for the photos I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> did be you get to at least do an oat bay or something like that to make up for the lack of <laughs> well bay. I was you I was trying to like, yeah just and we're done, <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> uh, yeah so. It was a very weird brew day in the sense that we did absolutely nothing. We had uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna spill it. We had croissants and we had pastries. We had coffee made for us. Uh, I think halfway through, yeah, wow. Alex Alex did like a, a vertical tasting of all the beers. It was probably the easiest brew day uh, we've I've, I've ever been a part of. But Next, you're gonna tell me the temperature was a comfortable temperature. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't too cold. I mean, cold. to be fair, Ollie made us pizza, and we got okay. to try all the beers that we wanted okay. to. Okay. Oh, we had, so, okay. I mean, we, we had, had lunch. You know. We had lunch sent in. Yeah, we had it. We had it all. We had it all. <laughs> we, we were we were well looked after. But obviously, like, it, it the whole point was just obviously <laughs> is making the beer and yeah, yeah. and it was great because I'd never met I never met Ellen, uh, Emma before. I'd never met Helen before. Um, and it was just really good, just obviously learning more about what they do. Uh, you know, as I said earlier, it's all about education. It's just, it's just learning, learning more of these, these things. And, you know, I was lucky enough to, me and Emma got the train home together and it's just, just, just great. Just having those conversations and Emma's the best. learning so much. I was about to say, I probably shouldn't mention Emma because then does this mean that she's like an, on the podcast again? Oh, again, God, yeah, she's on it again. Oh, there you go. Can't, can't get rid of her. We're never going to live this <laughs> She's on yeah. all the bloody episodes. Hi Emma, we love you. Yeah, I open the door. Oh, and I'm actually joined <laughs> well, by uh, Emma. <laughs> you were like, oh, hang <laughs> on. Fair, I've got to say, we were very impressed at how quiet she kept it all because we had, we we're in a group in a brave noise group chat with all the ladies that worked on on the Mirakai brave noise, and we share everything on there. And then like the video popped up for your beer, and we were like, and I was like, is that Emma? And then she's like. <laughs> Oh, I can tell you now. We were like, "How did you keep that actually, quiet?" I, so, I, I, actually, what what actually happened was we saw we saw that we were like, "Oh," and she, we messaged each other. We're like, "Was that, that Emma?" But like before we say anything, was that Emma in that photo? And then <laughs> like, actually, I think it is. I think it is. And I was like, "Oh, I don't know. Do we ask her? Should we ask her now? Let's leave it." And no, then like a day a day later or something, she was like, "So I can tell you all now." <laughs> and we we're like, "Yes, we saw you in a photo." <laughs> we were very yeah. impressed with her secrecy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was it was weird because obviously, like we, uh, we were to give everything to to Brave Noise team and kind of like wanted them to take the lead. You know, we could quite easily have have just taken this and been like, cool, they've agreed to this, and now let's like 
you know milk it for everything that it's got and just push it everywhere but it's like no um i want i want them to be at the forefront you know even at the on the day uh we had press come along as well um towards the end uh you know of us being pampered and um it was like right uh I just want everyone to realize like I don't want you to talk about the festival obviously talk about the beers at the festival but this is about the Brave Noise beer yeah. this is about this beer being at, at the festivals and pushing that message and and trying to explain why we're doing this and you know because because obviously we're in in, in the in the craft beer community everyone knows the last year what what's been going on like everyone knows um the stories but you know, even even with all the stuff with Brewdog, you know everything that's came about that, and to, and the levels that that they've been it's been documented. There's yeah. still, you know, everyone in the craft beer industry knows about it, but everyone else has no idea. Yeah. So if we can, if we can not only share the message within the craft beer industry and the community, but also get that get the message out even further. Then we feel like we're doing we're doing some good and helping Brave Noise just especially in the UK just really amplify what they're trying to do. Um so yeah, even I mean it was also very weird being a white cis male standing there telling everyone about <laughs> Brave Noise. But obviously these were people who had no idea about it, and this yeah. was giving Brave Noise a platform um ahead of the festivals to just kind of just push that. So yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 the turnaround has been very quick. You know, we just had Bristol Craft Beer Festival. The beer was labelled uh, and the can sent to us on the Friday, but they were like done on the Thursday. So we've not even had time to properly like here here it is. Yeah. Um, and you know, we still got conversations to have with with um, the Brave Noise team. And as I said, like because of the time difference, it's not it's not like you can just message and be like cool are we are we good for this to go out tomorrow because tomorrow needs like two or three days <laughs> yeah. to yeah. to actually um liaise and get it out so you know we, we want to make as big a splash as we can uh with this get as many people talking about it um obviously you know i sent i sent you guys the beer and, and we will be sending this out um to you know a lot of the, the the ambassadors that that could have been or should have been at the at the brew day if they could and um you know the, obviously these are people that are already talking about it uh, but the idea is that we can send it out further afield to to other influencers and you know people we know in the community that people that we've built relationships with you know for the last well london's been going for 10 years now so those relationships and just getting getting that beer in front of people and just getting getting them to talk about it i think what it, it sounds like what i hear you saying is like you actually took it seriously like yeah. you took it seriously and you took it to heart and you and didn't just go that. yeah you didn't just go I can go in here, there's either money to be made or press. Money in the sense of press to be made, you know, where press is your job, you could have easily turned around and been like, how can we work this in, in our favour and just do the bare minimum of what we need to do? And it doesn't sound like you guys did the bare minimum. It sounds like you actually took it to heart, researched it and wanted it to be about the beer. <laughs> and I And I can't say that I think, everybody in that same situation would have behaved the same so I think that is worth mentioning um I mean you obviously you guys also chose to do a lager how so obviously 
you kind of know it's lost and grounded so that's probably one big reason why you chose to do the lager but how in terms of the recipe did you adapt that have you you like what did you keep from the recipe or did you just ditch it all and do a whole new recipe how does how did that work I think I think they uh oh god I wish Alex was here now uh to, <laughs> to tell that's me okay about say it. what you know but... and if you don't then that's fine as well but you know he he obviously saw what the brave noise beer was and um you know what hops they were using and it was kind of like right well you know lager is our specialty but we'll we'll add a twist to it and you know I mean to be honest at the f- I didn't even know this was going to be a lager I was like oh, I'm pretty sure we're going to do the just the pale ale and, and swap out some of the hops and it was a lager I was like of course it was a lager what was I thinking <laughs> why wouldn't it be yeah uh but you know as we were saying earlier like I don't know if anyone else in the UK has brewed a lager so it, it's it's quite special in in that sense as well that that we get to be a part of that and, and have a lager but I guess the process for us was like we we didn't necessarily just want to brew the brave noise beer um you know if it, in my mind if the if the uk beer industry or the consumer was already kind of i don't want to say bored about hearing about brave noise or the same beer kind of being brought out then then it was like right well how how can we switch this up a little bit and not just have that beer um and all our festival beers when, we, when all the festival beers are sessionable beers like we make that that's the kind of the, the purpose always is to have a sessionable beer so when we went to lost and grounded we was just like right we just want this to be a sessionable beer so obviously they took that to be a sessionable lager um and I mean, it's great because I've had some people try it and being like, do you know what? I'm not really, I don't really like lagers that much, but there's something about this that's a bit different. And that, that's definitely kind of lost and grounded, just kind of taking the brief and, and, and running with it a bit. I mean, you know, if anyone knows Alex and his history in beer and, you know, history with lagers, especially, you know, he knows how to make a lager. And he, it, it was absolutely fascinating to, to be at the brew day and just, um, he was guiding us around and, you know, not to add to the, how easy this brew day was, but, uh, you know, drinking Keller pills fresh from a tank oh, nice. uh, and, and like trying That's it like, brag. yeah, yeah. <laughs> not only, not only did we try it from the tank, we tried two from two different tanks oh, at boy, different, right. at different stages. <laughs> so we could properly see the difference in, in the lagers and, and, you know, how important lagering is for the beer. Big eight points so, right there. <laughs> There we go. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it. So, so drinking the beer, this was the first beer I drank at Bristol Craft Beer Festival. That's the beer I wanted to, to start with. And, um, you know, we, we got some notes from, from, from Alex and he was like, yeah, there's like really sessionable. It's got this kind of it's like Christmas to crispness to it, but it's got this oranginess to it. And I was trying it. I was like, okay, it still just tastes like a lager to me, but here's a guy who obviously... <laughs> lives and breathes lager yeah. and something as subtle as an orange like coming through is going to be so much bigger for, for him and his palate <laughs> than it was for mine but you know I was just proud that the beer was poured at the festival and I got to try it and being like right well I've had involvement with this and you know this is this is our beer for the festival so it's yeah it's great. It is absolutely beautiful like for those that are watching the video I'm showing it now it is like beautifully clear yellow the lovely foamy head that's just lacing around my glass and it's it is so drinkable like I get that when you said orange there's something 
it's it's a beautiful sessionable lager and then there's something and i yep. couldn't quite work out what it was so if alex says it's orange then we'll believe him i, I totally should just <laughs> take him yeah, I should yeah. have just said it as my own, shouldn't yeah. I, really? Yeah, I, I, like, I, 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 got, I got these notes. I got these yeah. orange notes. The yeah. Is anyone else getting orange? <laughs> anyone else getting <laughs> orange here? Anyone else get that? <laughs> it's just my taste buds. Is anyone else getting orange? <laughs> I suspect that it went down incredibly well at the festival because I feel like there's never enough lagers. And yeah. I think this would go down really, really well. Yeah, I mean, this year's range uh, of beers at the festival, like, you, you can never... You never know what's going to happen, like, year to year. Obviously... You know the the flavor de jour, if you like, changes every year, and you're always just like always there, being like, "What's it going to be this year? What, what what's going to happen?" Do you think that was going to um, first? Yeah, and but there were just so many sours actually this year, oh, really? um, which was was just great. But then we, you know, we, we try and obviously get brewers that we know will make certain styles. So Lost and Grounded being there, Budfar being there, we had some really like great lagers, and. Um, you know, Lost and Grounded being a Bristol brewery meant that people were going there. And, you know, it's great because then people were trying the beer. I was, I was just bumping into people I knew and they're like, I was like, oh, you need to go and try the the Brave Noise. We're like, already had it. Already had it. It's amazing. Like, you know, that, they, they like saw it on the list. I'm going to go, I'm going to go try it. So, amazing. you know, it, it's it's great to, um, you know, as, as simple as it being on untapped, right? Something Something like that, you know, at the festival, you know, p- people use a lot of, of all the different apps, but you know, to have people check for it, check in Brave Noise beer at, at the festival, and then people going through and seeing it, you know, that's that. Even something as simple as that, just having that awareness that that was there, um, can make an, an impact. It could make a very small impact, but it'll make an impact nevertheless. Um, but yeah, the, everyone on the team were like, we're trying our best not to drink, <laughs> drink it. <laughs> I can imagine it is I mean 4.6 percent it is quite so it is very sessionable and I can see on like a nice sunny day how you could just sit outside and it pairs well with food as well and so it's like at festivals you're eating street food and you want something that's going to pair well with it and like yeah there's a lot of stuff that will probably pair well with food but I feel like lagers always tend to be a safe bet to pair with like street food and so that's like probably the perfect thing to pair with food as well and um, you mentioned it was canned sort of like the Thursday yep and then went out i know you're serving it at the festivals but can people if they're not able to go to a festival can they buy cans of it or is it literally exclusive to buy the festivals no i think we we wanted to kind of you know we didn't want to tire people down to being like right let's use this you know as i said earlier we could easily use this as a marketing ploy this has only been served at the festival if you want to try it you need to come to the festival and, and that's the only place you can get it not the case you know lost lost and grounded will be will be selling it so people will be able to to find it as i said because it's just been canned and then they came to the festival i don't know how when it's actually going to be on like the list to, to to buy but there will be beer available um but then yeah we're also trying to make sure that um we get it into um as many people's hands at the oh. festival um so we couldn't have it on our merch stand this time but yeah i think the idea is that the festivals that the beer will be there to buy it with with then donations um going across and you know looking at other ways you know just having a merch stand maybe like a you know pay an extra pound two pound and let it go to brave noise and then for london the brave noise team are actually going to bring some of their merch over <gasps> so and have a stand and you know we That's very we're exciting. we're just trying to work out logistics of what we can actually do 
obviously we've got other festivals in between so it's it's hard to just focus on London but you know part of me would be it'd be great to try and get some of the breweries that have made a brave noise beer that aren't invited along and whether that's serving beer or at the very least I'd want them to come as guests and and just kind of you know not I don't want to say just like pat themselves on the back and and be with each other but you know it's it's um it's been it's been a year yeah yeah exactly and it's been a tough year and you know I think when the anniversary hit you know the question was like you know what what's been achieved and how can we how can we keep this going um and it was actually quite poignant that I think we brewed the beer the day after the anniversary um so it was like it you know it felt like right I could see people asking the questions and being like well uh, we're here we're going to try and help (laughs) hopefully hopefully we can um so yeah you know I'm, I'm just hoping we can get enough people down um I hope that's what I should say I hope that people are free who have made um the brave noise beer to come to london on us and just to you know uh meet meet the team and just you know just just get that message out uh to to more and more people amazing you mentioned Um, charity yeah that's what i was gonna say you mentioned charity that was like the perfect segue into our next question we had written down was which is who is the charity that you're supporting and and was there a particular reason why you chose this charity was it close to your heart for any reason um, so the first charity that's been chosen, um, I'll have to actually remember the name, uh, but it was chosen by Lost and Grounded and it's a specific Bristol charity uh, working with, with women. Um, we, the, the plan I was kind of had was to look at each festival, each location and hope to pick a charity local to each so that we can feel like we've had an impact in the city that, that we're in. Um, obviously that all depends on how much we, we raise uh, this is what I was obviously saying about the merch stand and things like that and just trying to get a cut of that going towards it. So um, I think we're going to take it festival by festival and and try and help local charities um, that, you know, support women causes in each one. You know, it's I'm not saying that donating to bigger charities is, is a bad thing, but, you know, with everything that's happening right now in the world, uh, cost of living, you know, Brexit, Corona still rearing its ugly head. You know, the, the smaller people are definitely um feeling it a lot more so um yeah we're we're definitely going to be asking um people you know which charity should we be looking at locally for each of the festivals to to try and help because um you know once again you know talk about educating ourselves that pe- there's other people out there that know better than than we do so if there's um if there's people uh, uh, if there's people that people want to recommend then we're you know we're all ears um you know so for for manchester Glasgow, London and uh, Birmingham. People are listening to this that live in those areas and they either work for a charity or know a really good charity. Where's the best place that they can send you their recommendations for you to look into? Uh, I mean, send it directly to me. I mean, am I, is it going to be weird sending out my email uh, on, on this? <laughs> if, you, if you want us to put if the email to, out, we yeah. can do it. it then. Let's do it. <laughs> Just message me at uh, tom at wearebeer.com. And yeah, I'm, I'm all ears. I just want to, yeah. We just want to make sure it goes to the right people. It's really difficult picking the charities, actually. We we had numerous ones that we wanted to use, but I didn't quite fit what we wanted or... Can't accept like, alcohol donations. They would, yeah, they wouldn't accept, uh, accept donations that have been brought about by alcohol because of 
what they did and yeah. things like that. It's really difficult. So yeah, if anyone's got any good ideas, we'll put that email address in the show notes. Please pass them on. Don't sign them Uh-oh. up for email stuff. That is yeah, don't like... sign them up for email stuff. That's rude. That is rude. <laughs> and you won't get I mean, lager. Just just to say, I don't think anyone was thinking that until you said sign Yeah, until you to... said it. <laughs> Sorry, so... baby. That's just what we do that's to each you. other at work. So it's fine. <laughs> Cool, I look take forward to see what I've uh, subscribed. What I've subscribed we'll be to. getting cat facts soon. That's the good one that we like to go to. Is cat hey, facts. I'll take it. I'll take it. It's better than some of the other emails I'm getting. So uh, yeah, let's do it. At least it's not like it's safe for work. It's cat facts. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've I've got a question, which you can feel free not to answer, and we can easily cut this out. But a genuine question that came out because you mentioned Brewdog. If you had a brewery that wanted to be involved in your festival. I think Kimberly's asked similar people this question, which is what made me think of it. If if you had a brewery that wanted to be involved in your festival and they had a substantial amount of allegations against them, like is that somebody that you would sort of allow to attend the festival or would that be something that you'd be like, actually, we don't want those breweries at the festival? So it, internally, we whenever a new brewery is kind of brought in, whether that's someone who... He wants to kind of like pay to come to all our festivals. Um, I mean, it's generally, it's normally those guys that it, the question's always brought to us as a team of being like, what, what about these guys? And then we have to go like, oh, no, 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 we can't have them because of X, Y, and Z. So we, you know, we are an invite only festival, but we still have partners that, that come to, to all festivals. And there are some people that, that do obviously pay to come, um, you know, you mentioned Brewdog, you know, that's, that's, that's a great example. Like we, that we just couldn't, we couldn't work with them like now. There's just no way what's happening now. We could work with Brewdog and uh, McKellar as well. You know, we, you know, I, we're starting to see, I think some things working out there. Um, but, you know, it's still, it's still not the time to, to have those conversations. And, you know, as I mentioned earlier, there's some people that have no idea about what's happening with Brewdog. There's people that have no idea what's happened at McKellar. And, you know, we're, we're quite lucky that our audience isn't just all people in the know. There's people that are just starting their craft beer journey with us, you know. Um, you know, I remember doing the survey not too long ago, you know, a few years back, and you're asking people, you know, what's your favourite brewery or what's your favourite beer? And it was Beaver Town, Brewdog and Punk IPA and Neck Oil, you know. it was, And you're like, you know, you're quite surprised, but then you're like, well, this is, london and there's you know something like thirteen thousand people here not all of these thirteen thousand people are beer geeks that know the ins yeah. and outs of of beer or you know are um you know on on the wheel of the uh, craft beer drinker you know they're, they're still at the beginning they've not gone full circle to lagers and uh <laughs> and milds um as as i now have i was gonna um, say it all circles out right back. now i feel I personally attacked yeah. <laughs> i yeah. feel like it does come back around and and by the time you're drinking like lagers again you're like oh god you've gone through all like it's like the seven yeah. stages of grief but it's not it's like all the stages <laughs> of beer so and then you yeah. find yourself back at lager <laughs> exactly you're like oh wait a minute this is where it all started this is what i was I hated, I, was this. From. I hated this. And then I hated this. Then you become Haylock from, from Omnipolo. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you know, there's there's a lot of people there that that just don't know about what's what's going on. Um but and 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 also, you know, we could quite easily work with, with Brewdog or McKellar or something like that and uh 
and you know a small percentage of of uh people at the festivals you know would would talk about it and you know yes there would be there'd be people messaging in but as i said earlier you know if you actually look at how many people come to the festival um and you know that the bubble that we're in 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 craft beer we'd still sell tickets you know that i, I not not to um you know looking at another festival that was in london that that might have had said brewery in and i watched kimberly's live chat and i just found it very very weird and very concerning um that uh, some of the kind of i don't want to say reasons because it did sound more like excuses that were, were coming up and i found it very weird that it was a week before the festival and some of the some of the stuff that was mentioned um i also i'm not shocked that no one really spoke about what was what was mentioned within within that that chat um and that brew uh that brew the, the festival <laughs> was still uh <laughs> very well attended and yeah. you know brewdog beers were handed out during the break and everyone was drinking it you know it's I did it, hear, it was hard I did hear that. yeah i definitely heard some things about <laughs> yeah. that particular festival that i was just like you're supposed to be supporting breweries and up-and-coming breweries it was hard and you're to kind of doing things i hear you're doing things that don't do that it was just hard to hear because whether or not that was yeah. in there because it very well might have been out of you know that that control been, yeah, of the people it it, yeah it was out it could be out of context and it might be out of the actual festival's control by that point if somebody's handing out free beer or whatever else but all I know is seeing seeing the people that you know that are in the industry talking about like I'm yeah people are not coming off. to my store because they're going to get free beer it was it was hard to read people that you know make really good product yeah just like yeah. oh my heart breaks yeah yeah and, no, and you know after the year we had you know yeah as people well, are struggling like, yeah it was just like oh, okay this is this i really thought we'd be beyond where we are now but as i say it, it part of it is that we are just in our in our little bubble and it and it's trying to to break through that so you know as i said and i i keep saying that that's why i hope that we have more of a catalyst for what's going on and not all our attendees are um, would call themselves craft beer geeks or you know knowledgeable about craft beer. They drink it, they enjoy it, they enjoy the discovery. If we can add a little bit of education into that with the brave with brave noise, especially with London with with the team being there, it, it you know it's only going to improve the uh, the industry and like you know point us in the right direction to to where we all want to be um so yeah i think as i keep saying it's just that education that we're we're really trying to to hone in on yeah and i mean i just want to caveat my questions not even coming from a place of anybody that wants to see brewdog they're like shaming anyone that wants to see the likes of brewdog or somebody or mckellar or whoever else there um it's it's not to shame them whatsoever it was just using that as uh, like you know you mentioned brewdog so i was like actually i'd quite like to know that and and i appreciate you answering honestly because i mean we've talked about it before like the beer fridge guys it's about asking awkward and uncomfortable questions and i appreciate that you know this came out of left field i didn't ask you this in it normally if it was like a quite a difficult question I might sort of just say in advance like are you okay for me to do it but it didn't pop into my brain until you mentioned Brewdog so I appreciate you being quite candid and answering the question and and not being like oh that's a bit bit of too awkward for me so no no it's you know it's it's totally fine this is this is a point I want to kind of get across like you know we are we are really trying our best here with all our festivals to to do the right thing and you know there are you know we, we are still making mistakes there's probably still some breweries that are at the festivals that shouldn't be but you know, until someone tells us otherwise, or we or we learn more about know. it, 
we don't know you know it's 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 been really hard like, this last year to keep up with everything as well oh, yeah. you know I, I i've i've you know i've read all the stories from brianne from siobhan uh you know it's been it's been um from fanny as well yeah you know it's it's been hard to you know you are taking out a time to to go through it and it you know it's not like anyone's created a, a blacklist or anything like that or no. you know there, there's so much there's there's so much going on that all we can do is, is is try our best and just make sure um that we're making what we think is are the right choices um and yeah you know we we, we could have easily you know got Brewdog along and got a whole audience of you know equity for punks and and people who have been drinking Brewdog in pubs you know a- across the UK and and they'd be like cool Brewdog gonna be at the festival and they'd be like oh cool because what people forget is like uh you know all the hype breweries that that we all <laughs> love and want to see mean mean nothing to to, <laughs> to those a lot of the audience yeah. yeah whereas you bring you bring in um a beaver town or a brew dog and they're like oh cool if they've got those guys in everyone else must be at that caliber yeah so, it's really it, funny that you say that because it's like you know the brew by numbers festival i was like holy shit holy goat's gonna be there that is amazing <laughs> i was <laughs> like i cannot wait to see the bangers that like you know yeah. holy goat and tartarus and you know <laughs> all those but like you know jester king's gonna be there and yeah. it's just really funny the idea that someone's like oh yeah brew dog's gonna be there i wonder if like beaver town are gonna be there like oh beaver town gonna be there that's gonna be amazing but there are, there are but people who that's their that's their entry to but you forget that craft beer yeah we're, we're you, way you down that road because you you're remember because we're further down that road yeah. as exactly. a person that got in through brew dog yeah. yeah. you know and i am further i mean over in the UK, I got in through Brewdog. Yeah. So it's one of those things that's very much like you forget about that when you get so far down the line. And it's like, you know, if I if I went to one of those people like, yeah, holy goat, can't wait for those bangers. They'd be like, what? what? <laughs> well, firstly, yeah. they'd also drink the beer and be like, what the what fuck is am this? I drinking? <laughs> Like, what this is this? What beer. have you given me? This is not beer. Yeah. Bloody good. I, I remember, uh, yeah, that actually <laughs> happened with me, the Duchess. <laughs> Me and my friend, who we just got into craft beer, we heard that uh, Bruges was like the place to go. Yep, go there, and we was just like, "What is all this beer? What is this?" And like, just randomly picking the Duchess out and trying it, and being like, oh. "What is wrong with this beer? Like, what is wrong with this beer? Yeah. There's nothing but wrong no, with it. It's no, perfect." Now what it's one of my favorite about? beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I absolutely one that you love don't it. Just go from like that's like going yeah. zero to a hundred. You just, yeah, <laughs> you got Oh, we did it, and we went there. <laughs> yeah, we went. We just. We just uh, canniballed straight into it. Um, I love that. But, you know, also, I mean, the, the hard pill to swallow for all of us, I think, right now is that it, it's very obvious that that Brewdog or a Beaver Town or a Camden or something like that would have been our entry into craft beer yeah. right now if 100%. we just started. Yeah. So you really can't judge people's journey uh, if this Absolutely. is where they're starting. And that's that's kind of like where we we sometimes try to work with those guys because we understand that, you know, this is the start of the journey for a lot of people. We've just been in it for too long that we, do, yeah. we don't realize, um, you know, what, what, what everyone else is doing. And obviously the, it, it's not a niche thing anymore. We have to, you know, if you treat this like the music industry, you know, the, this isn't like a, it's like a new band, right? When you, you're the first person to hear yeah. it and then suddenly they get big and then you're like, Oh, now everyone's listening to yeah. it. It's the same. It's it is very similar with craft beer. Like, oh, everyone's drinking it now. Or oh, they sold to this label, so now I can't listen to them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though I still enjoy the beer or whatever. So, it's um, 
yeah, we 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 really try. I mean, like we we go on about this a lot, and and pretty much all the marketing we do is based on on there's other stuff. The two main things are celebration and discovery. That's kind of like the two things that we always hone in on. So we try not to talk about the negative a lot. And, you know, even with Brave Noise, there is obviously this massive negativity side to to, to it all. But what we're trying to do is, is just to push that celebration and just try to make people understand that, like, this is about celebrating the diversity of an audience and having a safe space for us all to, to celebrate and discover new beers. That's it. That's amazing. That's exactly what we want to hear, really, isn't it? <laughs> I think so yeah pretty much the everyone's welcome initiative obviously we touched on that at the beginning could you talk a little bit more about sort of the what that is a bit more further what you guys have in place and had in place before this yeah so I think it it, it was something that we had in place we, it just wasn't really named to be honest like we we've got a really good operations team I mean ask any of the breweries that come to our festival like the probably the biggest compliment we get is how well organized it is um which you know it's a boring thing to to be complimented on but um you know we had people who had recently gone to a different uh a different festival last weekend then came to bristol and like oh god we're so happy to be here and like <laughs> you know you're looking after us you're making sure we've got everything and everything's working it's so, important. so it, it is it i mean i was gonna say you say it's boring but it's no, not boring it's, for a no, festival yeah. is it like it isn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's the foundations yeah, yeah it, it really is the foundations for everything so within within that operations plan is obviously you know there's there's health and safety but then there's going beyond that as well and looking at the safety of, of everyone that's there um so you know we we we're aware that we need to to brief security we need to make them aware of what's happening um you know ask angela thing was was around um you know before um brave noise and before um the uh, everyone's welcome initiative so we had that in place as well and i think when the um everyone uh everyone's welcome initiative came about it was just really having um it sounds really stupid but just having posters literally stating what the everyone welcome initiative is having it in the toilets so that everyone can see it you're at a beer festival you're going to go to the toilet obviously uh it's the nature of ill but just having it plastered everywhere and just making sure that people understand if you're a dick at the festival or if you make anyone feel unsafe then you're out that's it's it's non-negotiable um you can't um you can't have fun on on someone else's um behalf um for, for whatever reason so yeah i guess for, for anyone who doesn't know what the everyone welcome initiative is it's it's basically saying to to anyone coming you can be yourself no matter what your sexuality your race uh you you can come and have a good time and if anyone is causing any trouble to for you you let us know and we'll come and sort it out that that's that's what it is um and you know i think we're as I said, you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's part of the foundation of the operations team. It's, it's something we do. It's just that it, it then got a name and it then had posters that we could print out so we could have that there. Similarly, as when I mentioned, you know, hearing someone say about putting a rainbow sticker on the door, you know, it's like, right, let's get a rainbow flag and just make it obvious from the start that people could come and, and uh, this is a safe space for them. Um, so, 
yeah, we're just grateful, you know, there's there's more people talking about this. And I, I remember when it, I think it first launched in 2018, I, I think it, it was. And it was great seeing pubs and bars all messaging in um, to, to people that started it um, and saying, we are, this, this is the initiative that we're running with it. And this is what it is. And this is what it means. So it was great that people could start seeing safe, space, safe spaces and, um, you know, not to say that other places weren't that didn't have it, but I guess there's some education again, once again, needed there to spread that message out and just let people know that this is important to a lot of people that will be looking at coming to your venue. You know, we all do it. You, you find out a new pub or something your friends want to meet you at, you go on Google, you start searching, you start looking at it, you know, and I think something realizing from the last year is that, um, you know, a lot of women actually then looking like, right, how safe is this for me? Where, where is it? Um, I think, I think Tori, you've mentioned in previous podcasts, you know, right. How, how am I going to dress um, to, to go to X place? Like I have to do some checks to, before I go out and you know that's something I never obviously I've never had to think about um and it, that was just like you know kind of a bit of a mind-blown moment of being like wow I'm I'm so oblivious to this and so naive to to kind of like the, the real world um so it was like right well us as festivals if this is a place where everyone is welcome then we need to just make sure that that, that is implemented so security are, are, are briefed um everyone you know, we, we make sure that people know that they can go to, to security guards, anything that's happening, point out the person, let us know what happened and, and, you know, we'll, we'll get rid of them because we just don't, we don't want those people at our festivals. Yes. They, they were not going to come next year, but that's fine. We'd rather have nice people. I mean, I guess it's the, you know, drunk is not an excuse is what it is. Probably one of those things of, I think a lot of time, I think we can be guilty of not reporting things when when someone's too drunk and maybe says something because you're like I don't want to cause a you know I don't want to cause a fuss I don't want to you know his his friends are saying he's just too drunk and while that's upsetting to me in the moment you're like oh I don't really want to cause a fuss I don't really want to do this so I think hopefully people hearing this if they know that part of what you're promoting is like being being too drunk isn't an excuse even if you're a really lovely guy or girl or, you know, non-binary, anything like that. Yeah. If you're, if you're a really lovely person and you just happen to be too drunk, that's still not an excuse to be inappropriate towards another human being and people need to report it. And, and what you're saying is like, they can go and they can report, even if it is that type of case. And it's not just flat out. Someone's, you know, blatantly harassed me, but somebody's drunkenly been inappropriate. You can go to your staff and you yeah. can say something and, and they'll be handled accordingly, I'm assuming. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're, this is going to sound weird considering we're an all-in ticket where people can drink as much as they want. We're, we, people get to... A, People think they're going to drink a lot more than they will. Um, but also because of the nature of the festival, like we, we definitely push it as like, it's all about discovery. It's not about, you know, knocking back beers. And, and it's been great to see that our, generally our audience get to a level and they're kind of like, it's almost like um, being drunk is a secondary yeah. <laughs> uh, element a to secondary it. I mean, craft beer. It's, it happened to me a lot when I was going to festivals. I remember like being like, I'm, I'm annoyed I'm, I'm really annoyed. I'm drunk because I want to try more beers. More. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to try more beers. I can't. I can't yeah. drink anymore. 
um so we're lucky like you know within a year there's a handful of people that need to be take uh taken away um but you know once again security and all the everyone on the bars are briefed if anyone just as as if you went to a pub if someone come up to your bar and is visibly drunk and you know behaving in in those kind of ways the security come come over and take them out that's it it's done there's so there's almost like being drunk can't even be the uh the issue there because like they they shouldn't be they, they won't be yeah. there anyway um so yeah you know it's it, it does take you know there there is still we still need help from um from the breweries to to inform us when when stuff's happening but that's why you know the team have radios security have radios we can we can be there or someone can be there to to help not just security um but that does take the breweries and it it does take the the general public coming to understand that especially you know you, you have the everyone's uh, welcome initiative like posters there to, to understand like if they ha- if you have an issue go to security ask for angela whatever you need to do there are people there that will come in and help uh, in the situation so you know obviously we take we take uh, responsibility for, for everything that happens but you know part of it it, it does need people to, to to help as well and um you know i think we after last year i think we're getting very good at, at seeing things and and calling things out um you know it's you know black lives matter everything that's happened with um in, in beer specifically the last year you know we're no one's no one's taking this shit anymore basically like it, it's 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 suddenly realized like this has gone too far and things need to be done so if 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 what we can do is to create a space a safe space and if we can make sure that people can um, report it in the right way and have people come over straight away and not kind of question what what's been said like like oh well did they do that was there any witnesses stuff like that right that yeah, is definitely it, a barrier i think sometimes yeah yeah it is and you know it's like he said she said kind of thing kicks in yeah. but you know it that that's that's not the point if someone why would someone want to get someone kind of kicked out if there wasn't a reason like it's yeah. just it doesn't make any sense. It's not the vibe so, of the festival, really. No. It's not, it's, all, it's not, not that vibe for somebody to just walk up and be like, yeah, that person said something inappropriate and kick them out. Like, yeah. that's yeah. not, it's yeah. it's not the type of environment that really exactly. promotes so, those behaviours. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that, you know, if that that's that's what that's what we have to do. It's our responsibility, but, um, you know, it does take some people's um, help helping us with that as, along the way as well. I mean, you can train up your staff to the greatest will in the world. You can put the, uh, you know, the procedures in place for if something were to happen and be reported and you can put flyers up. But at the end of the day as well, if if people are too, uh, you know, apprehensive to report, too nervous to report, you know, they, they're they afraid to report. At the end of the day, if they, if they don't report, you, you can't do anything. So I hope people hear this that are going to your festivals and hopefully they experience absolutely zero issues and i'm sure that that's going to be the majority of the case but if if somebody does hear this and they do experience something inappropriate i hope that their one takeaway is that you guys are 100 percent committed to making sure everyone feels safe and comfortable and wanted and all that and and if they have a problem don't be afraid to report it because 
they can't get help and you can't do anything about it if if they're too afraid to report do you do you guys do yeah. any anonymous reporting at all is there any that's actually what i was gonna i was actually mentioned it's like you know speaking to to brave noise and and, and starting this collaboration they have put us in touch with with people and i think sadly it's going to be too late to implement them to to the festivals this year but um i think um not me was one of the um suggested um things we looked at and i mean we ourselves did have um we had like a uh work like whatsapp kind of number that just kind of went didn't, didn't go to like anyone specific um to to report anything um i mean nothing was reported whether that was because i'm not saying nothing happened but you know it, it, yeah. it was there as, as a safety net for that but yeah since speaking to brave noise it does mean and what they were suggesting for the festivals it's like great we've got this great foundation how can we make that better so how can we make if someone is is too afraid to go up to to someone and so you know this very aggressive person i want them kicked out and and fearful of of the repercussions you know that is where um something like the not me um app can 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 help so yeah we we are looking at, at at those things you know for the future and um yeah we obviously as, as i keep saying it, it, we just want to make we want to have these safe spaces so if there's something like that that can that's already there and we can implement then then great it's it's just going to make everyone as i say it it could just be a safety net it, it might not get used you know but people know that it's there which means people will come and people will feel safe and that that's the key it's the hope that it's one of those you hope it doesn't need to be used, but you don't exactly. want to be in a situation where it's not there when it's needed the most, because by that point it's too late, effectively. Exactly, exactly that. I've actually got a question about the um, about the Brave Noise team being at London. I mean, is there, you, you mentioned that they were going to be there. Is there any plans for like a formal chat? Are they going to have a booth? Is there going to be anything in particular with them in the way that you can you know utilize them at the festival to have these conversations anything planned really uh so they'll definitely have their own their own stand their own their own area um as i said like whether we whether it'd be too difficult to try and get the breweries that have have created a brave noise to come along and 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 serve the beer or at least we want them to be there to to help um have the conversations because obviously having a team of three come to talk to you know possibly thirteen thousand people over the weekend it, it isn't going to be enough so um we are obviously it's our, it's our 10th anniversary as well and we with london especially we have a lot of fringe events so we are hoping to try and um have something planned with the brave noise team um to chat more about it so whether that's it's all tbc to be honest but we want to utilize their uh, time while they're over here so there will be opportunities for that but you know i think to be honest, the most important thing is is them being around the UK breweries and during the breaks and during the build to be around and and for for breweries to be able to come up and and talk to them and you know I saw um I saw Helen uh you know send her her message out or Boron Collective I should say as well like messaging to say you know if if you've had thoughts about doing it but are unsure you know of 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 if there's if there's barriers stopping you like get in contact we can help. So I'm hoping that that's what will happen with the team being there, that any barriers that people will have, that they, they can come along and, and talk to the team and just just learn more about, you know, what they're doing and why they're doing it and, and, and just trying to 
to break down these barriers to to just help help people you know create these brave noise um beers so yeah they, there definitely will be some form of like fringe event but i think for us it would just be important for them to, to be there and, and and talk to talk to people so you know it could very well be that they are roaming around some of the sessions as well and just talking to people i mean i can imagine that's that's something that they want to do as well and you know connect you know they let's not forget it's a team made up of beer lovers yes. um yeah this isn't you know <laughs> this isn't just about um they're not going to kind of go around you know in a, in a kind of like uh you know similar to like a religious kind of way of going around like trying to convert people you know yeah. the conversations are going to be around beer it's going to be around the community it's going to be around the celebration of it and hopefully through those that's where where people can actually kind of like right yeah we need to get involved in this um so that's that's kind of like my biggest hope from from london is is to is to suddenly see you know a massive spike in 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 brave noise beers and not necessarily having to be the brave noise beer and you know maybe it's people brewing it without the brave noise logo or anything like that but it's people that are talking about the situation and still donating to, to a charity and, and things like that and you know maybe that maybe that's how it how it goes forward maybe it grows kind of organically into that and it just kind of weaves in a bit um but you know it, it would mean that brave noise still like lay down the foundations for for all of this i mean i've said it numerous times as well i think I, I hope to see a point where yes okay the the new deadline for brave noise beer is the end of this year um december i think it is is when your beer has to be out by but i know that there are some breweries that are either smaller and they can't physically do it because they contract brew or they um you know it's just the way their schedule works and the size of their brew like they physically just can't do it and that, and that's totally valid totally fair but I would like to see that in future, even once this initiative quote unquote ends, it's never, I don't envision this as something that's ever ending per se. Like, yes, we want there to be equality, but there's always going to be a drive to push for more and more. And, and I, I don't want to see this be something that ends, hence why we keep doing these series and talking with as many people as we can for as long as we can. Yeah. And I think, yeah, okay, maybe they don't brew the recipe or they don't put the label on it or you know they do something that still is in the spirit of brave noise and donating to the charity and you know pushing for equality and inclusivity and yeah so I think you're you're totally right with that and I think it'd be amazing to see after how if 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 there's any numbers that go up <laughs> after speaking to them of who's going to actually commit to brewing a brave noise and we've yeah. definitely learned like from going to festivals and being part of festivals now that that's really the breeding ground for ideas collaborations networking, networking. it's so important like we didn't know we didn't realize until we started doing this how important that is for collaboration in an and innovation in the craft beer community and industry so hopefully by you guys having that there it's going to create that collaboration yeah i mean i i i I'd really be surprised if Not out of London specifically. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, as we're saying, like, you know, with the festivals, what's always been great is seeing, you know, you have the festival and then four or five weeks later, you know, a beer is made by two of the breweries that were there. Yeah. You're like, well, we helped facilitate that. Um, we started those friendships or, <coughs> excuse me, you know, seeing, let's face it, some breweries, the other breweries, it's like, 
the rock stars like oh my god i got to brew with with this person who i who i who i adore and and, and love their beers and and i got to be i got to, to collaborate with those and you know it it is it is a um i guess if you say like a, a hot pot of people coming together and, and then just like mixing and creating and yeah yeah i think um i think especially with with brewers you know who are often described as being quite you know further back and 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 not wanting to be so much in the in the limelight but when they're together and then they, they you can see those conversations being had about recipes or you know how did you do this how did you do that and then seeing the beers that come out of it it's great so i i, I will be really surprised if 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 things don't come out from um especially from london from the the brave noise team coming over um yeah um have you got any tips for people that want to start doing this or are thinking about it like because you're coming at it from an events point of view have you got any kind of fresh thoughts for people if they want to get involved I, I mean I'd say for me like so I actually messaged Johnny first to say hey saw that you you know spoke to the Brave Noise team can you connect me with someone so I think the first point was like who do I reach out to who who do I actually I don't like almost like oh I don't want to bother someone you know from the Brave yeah. Noise team by just messaging who don't know who we are and stuff like that so my, my thought was like, oh, I need an in and be like, oh, hi, Ash, um, you know, Johnny and you spoke to him, you know, with actual fact that wasn't that wasn't needed. I could just message and say, we do these events. We'd love to 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 help in some way. Can we collaborate together? And, and, and as simple as that. I mean, obviously, that's that's like a step further than what people even need to do, because you don't even need to go that far. Everything is on their website. If you just want to, to brew the beer or. You know, if you just want to learn about, right, here's how you create a code of conduct. Um, here's, here's what you need to do with that. You know, we were, we were lucky once again that we, that's something we've already had. And we, we share with breweries before, we, before they come. It's like, here, here's what you need to know before you come. Here's how you need to behave. You know, you're in charge of your staff. This is what you need to, to, to make sure um, they behave in a certain way. Um, so, I mean, all the resources are, are there. Um, you you don't need to you know you, you don't need to go as far as, as probably we did by contacting the team directly Every, everything's on their site but I mean what I'd suggest is there are people like yourselves that are quite happy to point people in the right in the right direction yeah as I said you know Helen Helen from Borum Collective has sent a message out saying email me here's our email get in contact let us know what you need to know so I think it's just reaching out. It's it's the first step, you know, as it as it normally is with anything, right? It's just reaching out and and yeah, just taking that first step into it. Um and you know, I guess if for whatever reason you you can't do it or you know circumstances mean that you can't, at least you've made the effort to 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 try and get there. So no one's going to kind of like crucify you because you've you, you know, you spoke to so-and-so and they're like, well, where's our beer? Where's the Brave Noise beer? You know, I think, you know, there's there's other things that you can do, as we've said, you know, that it doesn't necessarily have to be Brave Noise, but but get involved with the conversation and, and and um you know, I guess draw your line in the sand a little bit by by just sh- showing that you you do care about what's um what's happening within the industry. Absolutely. I think the, the last question I've got here is, you know, is there any message that you'd send to non-breweries about getting involved in Brave Noise, whether that be other festivals or, you know, bars, pubs, 
tap rooms, you know, anything that's a non-brewery entity. Yeah, I mean, I think once again, it, it does kind of stem from that reaching out because I didn't know what we could do. I mean, obviously I said we do festival beers, but I didn't know if that's something that the Brave Noise team would want to be involved with. Um, you know, I didn't think they would want to come over and 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 do, you know, be have a presence there. You just don't know. But, you know, the only way I found out was by asking the questions. So, you know, there are people out there that that, that are willing to help. And, you know, the Brave Noise team is made up of of different people in 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 um in different industries within um beer so you know that there are people who are in marketing as well as brewing and operations and things like that there's a, a wealth of knowledge there and i'm sure if you reached out with with the right intentions um they they would be more than happy to point you in the right direction um in, in and and to give some ideas of of you know what could be done i mean you know it could quite well be that if Brave Noise, the Brave Noise team got X amount of inquiries from pubs or bars and seeing how they can get involved, the team might realise, well, right, we need to create something here for those guys, not just for breweries, not just for home brewers. Maybe we do need to point some some people in in, in that direction. And, you know, maybe it is as simple as, as I mentioned earlier, a sticker on on the an entrance. Uh, yeah. You know, a rainbow sticker really to be good like idea, actually yeah put that on the door just if say I that, saw, that yeah if i saw a brave noise sticker on the door of a pub or a tap room i'd be like yes this is the place i want to go into yeah exactly like and you know that plus you know the a, a rainbow sticker i mean it doesn't yeah. even you don't even have to be part of the lgbtq community to understand that that also means that you're welcome in here everyone is welcome so i think that's a very a very simple way to like that would be my first step for for any any bar or or pub listening something as simple as that as that a rainbow sticker or a brave noise sticker or everyone's welcome initiative just have that on there that that is your easy way into to showing people that you kind of care about what's happening and that you know you you want to make your place uh, a safe space work all the time we we use the phrase you don't know what you don't know so we, we very much live by there's no stupid questions and you don't know what you don't know. So sometimes you have to ask the questions and by all accounts from everyone that I've spoken to that's spoken directly to the Brave Noise team or, you know, anybody about questions they had around the process or anything, they sound incredibly accommodating. Oh, 100%. <laughs> they we sound have, got willing so much to do anything stretch yeah. deadlines like whatever they've only put the guidelines in place really it sounds like to be able to make the most effective noise they can yeah. by limiting the space but really they sound incredibly accommodating i mean definitely i mean you know you know brianne herself like she she's not gonna be able to come over because she's opening up her own brewery but yet she's still been putting in the hours for this you know we've still had calls with her where she's involved and in the back of your mind you're like how are you doing this plus trying to yeah. open up your own brewery like that is so much but it goes to show that's you know this is how much it matters to them um and i think people don't need to be scared to you know as you say tori like there's no stupid questions someone's going to be there yes if you're in the uk there's going to be a time difference you're not going to get an email back straight away but you know you will get an email back if you're if you're showing willing to to change and to make changes or to learn they'll They'll share you with the right resources. And that, that's exactly what they've done, done with us. You know, there's 
loads of resources there point us to that we you know probably would have reached eventually if we'd if we'd gone and, and searched ourselves but they've just helped us you know get to from a to b a lot quicker just by giving their advice I just want to say as well, for anyone at this point in time, for anyone that's not already following like the Brave Noise Instagram page and all that, definitely follow it because I've seen so much additional helpful information come out as well. Like they've offered uh, bystander training. It just that could be important that, you know, if you're someone like yourself, Tom, or someone else that's in a festival or event planning or anything like that, it's probably quite important as well to attend, you know, bystander training for how to be an active bystander if you see something happening how to intervene in a safe and you know respectful way and and I think that's like they're they're offering very valuable resources by being like here's something for free all you have to do is just like turn up and take the information in and so I mean and that's not the only training they offer that was just the one that was on the forefront of my mind I think if you're not already following it and you're in the industry and and you want to make those improvements, it's so important to follow their page and to look at these things that they're offering, the resources that they are offering you. So, yeah, definitely. Oh, this has been such a good conversation. <laughs> I'm really glad we did. And this beer is so good. Seriously, I finished it. It's gone. I've I've only got a little bit left because I've been trying to savor it because it's so good. Mm. But if you are going to any of the we are beer festivals get yourself something like get in the door go and find this have this is your that's, this is your starter beer and then have it again later on <laughs> so you'll start a beer and then you'll finish a beer later. your food beer it's yeah, it's, it's all the beer. beer yeah it's, it's all, all the beers, beers. It's all yeah beer. buy locations. it for your lager friends yeah. buy it for your new into craft friends yeah. buy it into your they've already gone all the way around the circle friends <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on this has been an excellent conversation i think we've got some really important points out today that are going to be really good for people to hear thank you so much for coming yes thank you for your time it's been over an hour really appreciate it it's all good like this is you know this is an important thing to to talk about and you know i think you've both done so well to to really push this and you know i i appreciate you you guys always like oh yeah we're still talking about it it's like (laughs) Yes, we, we are still talking about it and we need to carry on speaking about this because yeah. in the UK, at least, you know, there's still so much that we need to do within industry to to do That's better. So, um, yeah. 12 breweries now. <laughs> 12 now. 12 I'm breweries excited. officially. Over my shoulder, if anyone's watching the video, I've got my Brave Noise cam. So we're going to add... This one gets added. ceremonial adding of the brave noise. <laughs> I feel like it's like the Olympics or something, like the final torch. <laughs> final torch, we finished. Add it. Add yeah. it to the lineup. There we go. <laughs> well, is there any last minute things you want to plug or anything else like yeah, that? Yeah, you want to plug. There you go. Not, not really. I mean, you know, as I said when I was when I was talking about the brave noise beer, I just want to, I just want to push that. But, you know, yes, we have all the festivals. I could go and list all the dates, but we'll link it. I can't it's remember fine. them all. Yeah. <laughs> support support the festival. Yeah. Support the festival where you can get the beer yeah. uh, and you can support good people doing the right thing. There exactly. you go. I'll plug it for you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Cool. Excellent. Thanks, Tom. Thank you so much. Amazing. Cheers. Thank you. So the lager can has been inaugurated. Then retired the to the wall of lineup. It's in It's in the Brave Noise lineup behind me now if you're watching the video. Um, that's exciting. There's a lager now, everybody. And it's Who's, really good. It's lager. really good. Um, <laughs> who is going to make us a Brave Noise Stout, please? Come on, someone. 
Brave Noist out. What's up, bro? Yeah. Yes. I just, I want to see, yeah. Like, I would just like, it would be, I mean, we're not asking for much, as we said in the recording. <laughs> just literally, just make it. Just, just make, make it. it. Okay, like, can you make, imagine, like, it. a Brave Noise Saison or, like, mm-hmm. yes, or like, a, like a, yeah, just more of a farmhouse Brave Noise mm. take on it. Or, yeah, I just want to see like variety. I would love it. Because I would love to see there's some breweries that just do, such amazing things that aren't necessarily, you know, pale ales or like hazy IPAs or anything like that. So I think it would just be really cool, like Vault City did with theirs, to yeah. see a brewery do their favorite style, even if it's like a Belgian style or yeah. something like that, using the base of the Brave Noise recipe and then tweaking it to be more their preferred style like I think that would just be so cool to see all the variety all the colors out there it would just be great yeah I'm excited just people just make the beer just make it we want it we'll buy it we promise and go to the we are beer festivals because honestly that chat was I feel like that was a really good chat and I think he handled some of the the questions that I had that were not previously noted down they literally just came up off the top of my head uh, from inspiration from like I said at the time like Kimberly and and other places that I was like I want to ask this question that I've heard someone else ask another party and he didn't have to answer all those questions and the fact that he was so transparent and did I felt was really meaningful and I've always had a really good time at the We Are Beer events anything that's happened has never been a cause of the event to be honest yeah like we, I think we've had a really important conversation this evening um like brave noise isn't just about breweries it's about home brewers and people in the craft beer community and events you can get involved too even if you're not a brewer so do get involved and pubs tap rooms bars all that like the fact that you know stick your rainbow sticker in the windows let's get some brave noise stickers stick them in the window too just take small small steps that can equal one big movement yeah that can make such a difference to people and at the end of the day yeah okay maybe as as we discussed with emma before maybe you're supposed to go down those very niche paths to get you know the most out of it but the more you open it to the more you're going to reap the benefits of so make sure everyone feels welcome really messy action is still action and that's what we need we need messy action i like that messy yeah. action messy action Don't and doors open about it Doors still open to anyone that has already made yeah. a Brave Noise beer. If I've contacted you or not contacted you yet or anything else, if you want to come on, you want to talk to us in our Brave Noise series, definitely reach out to. <laughs> Some of those back there are full because they I've are, been saving yeah. them. Yeah, But I'm going to start drinking them soon. So you people need to get on this podcast so that I can drink your beer with you. But if you do, if you do want to come on and talk to us about your Brave Noise, either you're planning on brewed one or you've already brewed one um even if we can't get it that's fine come talk to us um message us at um i was gonna give my email (laughs) (laughs) message us at a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com is it the podcast have i fucked that up already a woman's brew podcast podcast. i made i made the email and i'm like what is it a woman's brew podcast at gmail.com um reach out i mean you can also get us on our individual handles minds adventures underscore in underscore optimism on instagram and joe plug the rest of your things yes uh you can find me at love beer learning on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and pinterest 
uh i'm mostly on instagram doing a bit, a bit on tiktok you know you can come talk to me there talking to some of the american ladies over there there is some strong american beer drinking women on the old tiktok so my tiktok never has any of that. i don't know what you do to you i don't know what you've done to your algorithm you've we're not going to talk about what's on, on my on yeah, my no, tiktok but i send them to joe <laughs> Weird. I've curated it. I don't know. You you have not managed to make your way into into uh, craft beer TikTok yet. We need to like. Well, side note, everyone, keep an eye out for our uh, Wuthering Heights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we're gonna video. we're gonna get on the old Kate Bush trend at some point because you know we love, we but love not the Kate one Bush. you think. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I also have a website if you would like to come and learn about beer with me at Love Beer Learning. That is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. And you can email me, lovebeerlearning at gmail.com. Right. I've actually finished my beer. You finished yours? I did. I'm on the spouts now. It was too delicious. It was too good. (laughs) On that note, cheers. cheers.